Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. are Locked On Wild, your Minnesota Wild, every day on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe Bully, and with me from the Zone Coverage Wild Community, 10krinks.com, it is Tony Abbott. Tony, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing all right. I, uh, I was up late last night working on some stuff, and I'm like, I'll watch a movie, and I uh, watched last year's Oscar winner. Uh, this might be the first Oscar winner that I've seen in uh, certainly uh, many years. I don't know if I saw one Oscar winner over the last decade. Yeah, but, I don't uh, think so I, either. I watched the Oscar award-winning Parasite, Joe. And? Really good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've heard good things. Isn't it also all subtitles? Yeah, it's all it's all subtitles. It's, uh, it's a Korean movie. Okay. Um, not I, I don't know I don't mind subtitles I don't know if you're uh, I don't know if subtitles are a deal breaker for you Joe I watched the original girl with dragon tattoo from Sweden in subtitles and that was okay I mean okay. I also read the I also read the books in the trilogy and they're fantastic books by the way um, Elizabeth Salander might want to be might be one of my favorite characters in a book just because of the way she kind of ticks I don't know. Anyways, but uh, the first half of the movie—I'm sorry, I'm not done. The first half yeah. of the movie is really fun. Uh, it's yep. a, it's a it's a poor family in Korea, and like everything about their life sucks because like they can only have like part-time work folding pizza boxes. So they con their way into uh, being like the entire family cons their way into being the help at this rich person's uh, <laughs> house, and and they're and they're making money, and then yep. uh, everything kind of fall, starts falling apart like the con collapses in on them mm-hmm. and uh and the last hour or so is unbelievably tense it's basically a horror movie for the last hour it's uh <laughs> it's wild i have no qualms with uh people trying to con rich people out of their money so no uh the uh <laughs> the only thing that is kind of bad is that uh in order to do that they have to they and this is the last thing i'll say about it but they do have to screw other over other workers like them okay so that kind of uh, sucks yeah so that does kind of suck you don't feel a hundred percent sympathy for them uh because they are ruining lives as well but yeah uh, okay um, almost an anti-villain type thing yeah I not mean, anti-villain anti-hero it's it's just a little complicated it's just a little complicated but it's it's really good yeah uh the wife and i just finished the first season of perry mason um, with Matthew Reese from the Americans. Okay. And I, um, I gotta say that series is beautifully shot. I mean, it's getting just raves, rave reviews and just kind of like the cinematics of it, all of the whole thing. It's beautifully shot. It's a timepiece from the, from the thirties. And, um, I'm sorry, not the thirties. It's even earlier than that. It's from the twenties. Cause it's like post world war one. 
Anyways, fantastic uh, origin story of Perry Mason, the lawyer from the uh, from the series from like the, the 50s, right? Anyways, uh, beautifully shot. And then we're also watching The Americans on uh, on Amazon Prime and uh, just two really, really good shows. Um, and uh, I still have yet to finish Breaking Bad. So I'm, now that The Wild are out <laughs> and I just got to concentrate on, uh, you know, draft stuff, I'm getting caught up on some good TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where are you at in Breaking Bad? I am. Ooh, now I got to think. I want to say I'm on like season four. Okay, maybe? so you're deep. You're deep into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is the part where uh, Skyler is really getting into the idea of wanting to launder money. Mm-hmm. So it's Does interesting. She look it up in the dictionary. Yeah, I think that was the last episode I saw, and I've had she, to pause since. But she does but literally Wikiped <laughs> money laundering. All right, today, Tony, for Locked On Wild on this show, I do want to talk about. Um, we did hear some news that the Minnesota Wild are going to have to wait until 2021 to get their second first round pick because the uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are big fat doo doo heads and wanted to keep the 15th overall. <laughs> And then uh, also you were on Twitter talking about buyouts of players, and I think we'll just discuss that a little bit. So definitely want to talk about uh, that kind of uh, fun news. And again, um, for Friday, we're going to have Jesse Pierce and Alexis Pearson from Bar Down Beauties on the show. So make sure you tune in for that. That'll be a fun one as we put a wrap on the Minnesota Wild season. But before we move on, I do want to talk to you about auto parts. And that's rockauto.com. They are a family business for the last 20 years serving auto parts customers online. And uh, what what they do is they've got a gigantic catalog. They've got all the parts your your car will ever need. Search it by make and model. Search it by uh, type and all that kind of stuff. And it, they have everything. They have everything from fuel filters, from... from uh, wipers to tail lamps to carpet all the stuff that you're going to need to keep your car on the road and keep moving um to to help it last a long time and the best thing too about uh, rockauto.com is their simple one-tier pricing there isn't uh multi-tiers or anything like that like you'd get at a, at a local chain store where they're they're passing the buck off to you as the consumer because they're giving the mechanic in town the deal uh, no, it's you, you know that you're not going to have to haggle or worry about anything crazy, whether you're the professional or whether you're the consumer and you're doing it yourself or because you want to save some money. RockAuto.com is going to deliver it to your home for one simple price. Again, that's RockAuto.com. It's amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Welcome back to Locked On Wild. It's Joe and Tony here from 10krinks.com. 10krinks.com, like I said at the beginning of the show, is Zone Coverage's wild community. Uh, make sure you bookmark 10krinks.com. Also, like our Twitter page, 10krinksmn, as well as our Facebook page, uh, 10krinks, on, uh, that's facebook.com slash 10krinks, um, and be a part of the surge. We're getting tons of likes every day, lots of fun. Again, we're posting stuff there, all of our content, and also just another great way to interact with us. Uh, we've got Giles and Goalie. We've got Locked on Wild. Again, just all sorts of content going to be pushed on there for you. Um and, uh, you know, we're going to be taking you all the way through the draft. We have lots of uh, 
lots of plans for the draft coming up as well. Um, so check that out as we move into the off-season mode, the official off-season mode, because uh, during the summer there, we weren't sure what was actually happening. Off-season two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Tony, um, the Minnesota Wild, uh, you know, this, this draft – is going to be exciting at pick number nine, but they are not going to get pick number 15 because the Pittsburgh Penguins informed the Minnesota Wild on Wednesday that they are going to hold on to number 15. So uh, because they had to lose to the Canadians, uh, that uh, that pick, they, they, had, they had the ability to choose what they wanted to do with that pick now. And so in order to complete the Jason Zucker trade, that pick now moves to 2021. Yeah, so I think that uh, I think that you probably expected this to happen, and uh, I I don't know how bad it is. I think it would be definitely nice to have the fifteenth overall pick in twenty nineteen. Um, uh, but you know, if Pittsburgh did make the playoffs and they were able to go on a deep playoff run, you know, you might not even be looking at anything before you know. Uh, pick 28 if Pittsburgh made it to the conference finals and even if they didn't uh, they finished uh, pretty high up in the standings for uh, for a team that uh, mm-hmm. that you know was in the uh, wild card realm uh, so you would have been looking at like pick 24 maybe something like that um, I don't know exactly where they were in the standings but um, yeah so uh, I, I, I think that you know if Minnesota would have gotten that pick it would have been a later pick and mm-hmm. you know it would have been nice it would have been nice to have it sure. this year but you know minnesota also has all of their picks next year as well like they don't have any they don't have any future picks traded anymore uh this right. will be the last year where they have that and the third pick or third round pick that they did give up was traded for adam beckman and you're going to take yeah. that any day yeah especially after the season he had you'll you'll take that trade off um so the big thing is, I think, because the Pens are out of the postseason and it's technically the 15th overall, a relatively high pick, middle of the road, obviously. But uh, I think there's some people that are really, really worried that this pick, even next year, is going to be a late one for for the Minnesota Wild. And depending on where the Wild finish, I mean, it's okay to have one at the beginning of the round and another one at the end of the round. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're kind of finishing around the same spot, like be nice to have those closer together right so do you think that the pittsburgh penguins are are doomed for a, a fall off like the san jose sharks were this year or even like the uh, the senators post the uh or pre uh, carlson trade i think there's some risk i don't think it's likely right um mm-hmm. so when you look at pittsburgh you're like ah you know kind of an aging team like they do have they do have some young players who are finally, you know, coming up into their own, I guess. Um, Jake Gensel is 25. He'll, I don't know if he turns 26 or not this offseason, but uh, Jared McCann just did his age 23 season. Mm-hmm. Um, Dominic Simone. I mean, like, some of these guys are, like, lower in the lineup, right? But they're still, you know, contributors. Uh, but, right. Uh, when when you look at them, I, I see two things that are kind of red flags, right? Uh, the first is uh, just age father time coming for us all uh it did not hit gino malkin this year uh he put up an incredible season he only played 55 games um but he scored 74 points joe he dropped 74 points on on everyone um 
I think that uh, two things with Gino is uh, is one, he is injury prone throughout yep. his entire career. He's been injury prone, uh, and usually, you know, you're talking about fifteen to twenty games uh, that are gone for for Malkin. But you know, as you get older, you know, maybe uh, and and I, I think the la- yeah the last time he even played. Okay, so he he's only played seventy eight games once in the last decade. Okay. Um or uh twice, sorry, twice in the last decade. Sure. So, you know, he's he's generally a lock to miss some time, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um and and you know, like age comes for us all. He'll be thirty four next year and he'll probably still be good, but is he gonna be like one of the five best players in the world next year? I don't know. Uh, Sidney Crosby uh, just turned also, 20, just turned thirty three, mm-hmm. and he's also you know a player who uh, has had injury issues in the past. Uh, no, those are all concussions. And in, in like you definitely like I'm not saying like oh man this could be really great if, if Sidney Crosby gets a concussion. Nobody wants to see anybody no. get a concussion. Um, Nobody but, wants to see Sidney Crosby injured really. But mm-hmm. I guess for the sake of the Minnesota Wild, I mean he did miss some time with a, a soft tissue injury earlier this year that required core muscle surgery because of a sports hernia. So I mean that can be reaggravated. Mm-hmm. And you know uh, also you know he is getting a little older and like I'm not saying Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin are going to be bad but like I don't know like you could start seeing them be just like very very good players instead of guys who are going to single-handedly carry your team it's mm-hmm. not likely but there is no. that chance there so th- that's one risk and the second risk which I think is a much more valid risk is the uh, valid thing to focus on is uh, their goaltending. Matt Murray had an awful season this year. Mm-hmm. 899 save percentage over 38 games. Um, it, it, now Pittsburgh scored enough for him to uh, to come out on the winning side a bunch. But at the same time, like, uh, how how sustainable is that, right? Um, you could have said the same thing about uh, the San Jose Sharks with Martin Jones last year. Mm-hmm. And then look at what happened to them and. and you know, I think guys like Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson's younger than Crosby or Malkin, and uh, and he kind of fell off the cliff last year for uh, for no real reason. Brent Burns is like Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin's age, and mm-hmm. he fell off the face of the earth last year. Um, so, like, anyway, sorry, back to the goal. No, yeah. Um, but uh, Tristan Jerry... Uh, was uh, was a lot better than Murray last year. He played in uh, 33 games and put up a 9.21 save percentage, which good. Like you're not gonna say you're not gonna say no to that. At the same right. time, um, this guy was a uh, was a 9.15 goalie in the in the AHL like through his career, mm-hmm. and maybe he's playing a little bit above his head. Pittsburgh hinted at having to trade one of those guys, and I think Casey DeSmith is next in line at the He's AHL. Buried. He's buried right now. Yeah, is, is he any good? I don't know if Casey DeSmith's good. I don't think he's good. Otherwise, like, um, he... Yeah, uh, before we go to break here, too, the big thing with Pittsburgh is uh, salary cap. They've got, uh, I think, about $13 million in cap space for next season. 
but that's before they have to re-sign like Justin Schultz because he's like one of their only real defensemen back there. Um, and then uh, they've got a bunch of their RFAs that I'm assuming they want to re-sign, and that's going to before. And, and not to mention, this is before re-signing both goaltenders who are also RFAs this year. And so, um, if you're just going to look at the skaters and bring those back, that's up to 16 million, not counting the goalies yet. So um, you're already over that. So there's going to be some decisions that have to be made, and uh, you, I, I doubt that Rutherford is going to be able to bring exactly the same team back. Um, not to mention, not that he necessarily wants to, but uh, I don't know how with a flat cap and with every team kind of dealing with it, if if he's going to be able to make this to significant changes that he's looking to make in order to to get one last one or two runs for a cup out of this core. So, all right. Well, um, we're going to come back. I know, Tony, Tony you were uh, playing around with some cat-friendly buyouts and things like that and, and kind of just debating on Twitter about buyouts in general. Uh, we'll get to that in the next segment. You're listening to Locked on Wild. Welcome back to Locked on Wild here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Tony, I, I saw you while I was writing for 10krings.com debating buyouts for this next season. Um, and obviously it kind of circle, circles around a f- few players here, uh, a few big, a couple of big ones really in like Dubnik and I think Zuccarello might be a, a player that might people are thinking about, but I think we looked at that and that's kind of like a no go for this next year. Um but uh, but uh, maybe like a Victor Rask as well. Um, so you've got some opinions. Let's first start off on kind of what you're thinking. Um, do you think that the Minnesota Wild should be looking at a potential buyout this offseason in order to try to free up some money for, I don't know, big move or a big free agent? I mean, it depends on what you are doing to free up the money for, right? Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's say that uh, that you want to go and just have as much money as you want to maybe spend it on uh, a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Does anyone in free agency look that good to you? Maybe Robin Lehner, but otherwise, eh. not particularly. I no. mean, like I thought Markstrom would be okay to bring in. Um, but talking with Justin Morissette last week and after our um, series wrap up with him, he sounds like that's like almost a no brainer that they bring him back. So like that might be out of the question. So maybe you want to make a little bit of room for Laner. Uh, if you want to trade for a center in the off season, say Anthony Sorelli can be pried away from Tampa Bay. Say, uh, say Toronto is down on William Nylander, which uh, <laughs> a surprising amount of wild fans hate that idea. But uh, yeah, I don't I, get it. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Like if you asked me, I'd, I'd say like, yeah, let's see what we can do. But, we're not talking about that right now. We are talking about, uh, in general, like what are you going to do with the money? If you're going to do something that like demonstratively makes a team better in a position of need and you need that cap space, then of course, like right. buy out Victor Rask, buy out, if you need buy out Devin Dubnik, buy out Devin Dubnik. If you need to buy out Greg Pattern, uh, buy out Greg Pattern. Like, I don't, I don't care about any of those guys like individually, uh, but at the same time, like if you're not going to do that or if you don't need that money, I just kind of did like some back of the napkin math. <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. uh, and once you get 
uh, Luke Cunning and Jordan Greenway resigned. Uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna assume that you bring on Capo Caco, uh, Kakinen, sorry, not Capo Caco, uh, yeah, right. Capo Kakinen, and uh, Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, once you do that, Joe, your roster size that's 21 players. You only need 23 players. Um, so like you've got your roster basically there mm-hmm. for you already, and then you have about 11 million dollars in cap space to spare and mm-hmm. you know i think i could get a goalie with that i think that whatever trade i could engineer uh for a center i i probably have that room anyway so unless like unless you're doing something that is taking up all that room joe what i say is next year you go in and you eat that year of victor rask's money mm-hmm. you eat that year of greg patterns money and then you eat that year of Devin Dubnik's money. And then once the year's done, those are off your books. Well, not Victor Rask. You got one more year left of Victor Rask. Sure. I have no idea why he has the contract that he has. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then you're not, you know, dealing with a lot of buyouts um, this year, this offseason. Uh, and, uh, and you've got some money cleared up going forward because, right. um, you know, if you buy out Victor Rask right now, I mean, it'll be the same thing if you buy them out in a year. Like, the cap hit will remain the same. But you have four years where you're paying Victor Rask $1.33 million against the cap. Like, that kind of sucks. If I can do that for two years ne- after next year, that's a whole lot more palatable. If you if you do that to Devin Dubnik this year, for example, uh, you're going to save about $1.6 million against the cap. But you are going to uh, be paying almost a million dollars the next year so i'm just like okay uh just just suck it up deal with it right and uh and then uh assess your options going forward yeah if you've got one year left before you need to really pay both fiala and kaprizov like you need as much money as you possibly can so if if some if majority of that money is coming off the books um following next season like it might be more than worth it to just eat it again um you know this team is still looking to sort of rebuild and retool and i still think like you you roll out fiala and kaprizov and you you have some of the pieces like jared spurgeon and matt dumba on the back end and jonas rodin like i think you can do you and have a fun team out there and and still get seats or butts in the seats but um, ultimately, you're still trying to get that high-end center, still trying to get that high-end uh, player. And again, if, unless that opportunity really is knocking this off-season, I don't see the rush to buyout. I think I think this team has had a long history of of really long buyouts, and I think at least I am completely. I have no uh, palate for for any more real buyouts on this team. Um, you know, you you, you kind of sucked into that uh, Victor Rask thing, but uh, I would say if you can avoid it, you might as well. I uh, here here's the thing. I think that it is it is fine to use buyouts. It's a it's a tool. I don't even mind. I don't even mind using buyouts in some cases, right? Sometimes you just need the money. Sometimes you just need to get a player off your books, and you know you you eat whatever uh, it takes for you to to do that. 
Uh, I just don't want to use them without a purpose, right? If, if it's just to save, you know, Craig Leopold some money, you know, that guy spends the cap every year. You can just tell him, you know what, we spent the cap. Don't right. matter how we do it, this will make the team better in the long term. Just eat, eat, eat the money now. So, yeah, like, if you don't have to use a buyout, don't. Why? You don't need to buy out Devin Dubnik. Well, and and what are you going to do? Buy out to buy to to basically overspend on another thirty something free agent this year in the hopes that maybe he can be what Eric Stahl was. I mean, that doesn't make any sense either with a with a group that you're trying to get younger with. I mean, you already got an aging vet that you've got a forever contract with in Matt Zuccarello, as well as Prezi and Suter that are still on like i just don't see the reason to go out and be real active in free agency this year to be honest like if you're gonna make tweaks to this team it has got to be through a trade in my opinion well, yeah just just find or it's just got to be something game changing right just right if it doesn't change the game then it's kind of like you know what <laughs> just kind of like let kaprasov get adjusted let fiala uh, have a season of, of dominating and being Kevin Fiala, but like for the rest of the team, man, like you can you can you can take it easy. Let's let's get another year of some uh, some nice draft picking. I agree. All right, Tony, that's gonna do it for today's show. Where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ohio Tony, and you can find my work at 10krings.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jobu15 and all my work at 10krings.com, which uh, this episode is quite apropos of my article that's coming out Thursday. So by the time you guys are hearing this, you should also be able to go to 10krings.com and read my article about the, uh, not buyouts, but the, uh, the the pick deferral by the Penguins. And maybe that there's there's at least some recent precedents of, of a, a team that wasn't expected to uh, necessarily uh, drop off a cliff kind of did and uh, again with with chance that injuries could happen with some of these aging vets it's certainly possible now the odds are against it but uh, uh there, there is some recent precedence anyways that's going to do it for today's show if you liked today's show please hit subscribe so your device sends it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Just look up at Locked On Wild. You can also get in touch with us via email. Drop us a line in our inbox. Just email us at LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Please support our sponsors because they support us. Thank you for listening to Locked On Wild, and be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your team that doesn't buy out and have buyout money on the book still every day.